Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Now it's time to take a sports break, a look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports History Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your portal to all things great in sports history. And welcome to an April 1st, April Fool's Day, that is, edition of the Sports Break. Now we're going to talk about some of the great events that happen in sports history and try to tie in the uniform numbers uh, for this day of April 1st. And this is an all-new edition uh, that we're going to be talking about here. And first of all, let's go into some of the things that happened in hockey history. April 1st, 1958, the Montreal Canadiens, well, they ended up defeating the Red Wings of Detroit 4-3 to to sweep the Stanley Cup playoff in a 4-0 series win. It was Maurice Richard's seventh and last career playoff hat trick in this game. The old number nine uh, did a job on the Detroit Red Wings along with his teammates, the Montreal Canadiens, and they won another championship. A great day for them. And you know, we talk about sports history and we just love to, to enjoy the sports history. And it takes us all the way back April 1st, 1920, speaking of the National Hockey League. Uh, Jack Dara scored a hat-trick against the Ottawa Senators of the NHL, defeating the challenge uh, of the Seattle Metropolitans of the Pacific Coast Hockey League Association 6-1. This victory gave the Senators a 3-2 series win in the Stanley Cup playoff final and was played at the Mutual Suite Arena in Toronto, Ontario. Now, we also are going to talk about 1926 on April 1st. Clint Benedict, number one, who tended goal for the Montreal Maroons, became the first National Hockey League goalie to record three straight playoff shutouts and a 3-0 win against the visiting Victoria Cougars in Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Championship Series. And if you remember, Benedict is famous for being the first man to wear a protective mask at the goalie position in hockey. Now, we had a little bit of baseball in 1930, April 1st. A sideshow feat in baseball was accomplished in a stunt where catcher Leo Harnett, number seven, also known as Gabby of the Chicago Cubs, grandstanded by catching a baseball dropped from an airplane. Uh, make sure you wear a glove when you try that one out. Don't try this at home, kids. April 1st, 1954, back to hockey. The legendary Gordie Howe, number nine of the Detroit Red Wings, scored the fastest goal in NHL Stanley Cup playoff history as he sunk the puck into the opposition's net a mere nine seconds into the contest of that series, 1954. Let's talk a little bit of NBA action. April 1st, 1973, Boston, number 17, John Havlicek connected on 24 field goals, which was an NBA playoff record that he shares with a couple guys I think you'll know named Will Chamberlain and Michael Jordan. Now, the Celtics defeated the Atlanta uh, team in Boston, 134-109, to Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals. Havlicek scored 54 points in that game, and that is from NBA.com on this date. 
Uh, they also mention a 1999 uh, edition on April 1st. Detroit uh, Pistons' Joe Dumars became the 10th player in league history to play 1,000 games with the same team and only one of eight to play 1,000 games with his only team. And uh, that is definitely a great thing. And Larry Brown in 1999 won his 900th professional game over the Miami Heat. Uh, this day, April 1st, 1999. Right now, before we go on further with uh, April 1st, the uh, headlines of sports history on uh, Sports Break for JerseyDispatch.com, we want to make sure that uh, you know about a great event we have coming up. We're going to be celebrating the life of Pop Warner over on PigskinDispatch.com this first week of April. His birthday is on April 5th. We have a real big special. Uh, we have an author of his biography, the only biography I'm aware of, of the great Glenn Pop Warner. And that is by our friend Jeff Miller uh, that wrote this book uh, probably about five, six years ago. And Jeff joins us uh, on April 5th to, for the special on Pop Warner. But we've got a little sneak pre- preview uh, to give you a little wet your whistle type of deal here. And uh, Jeff, we asked him about some of the innovations that Pop Warner did. And he's going to tell us a little bit here on the single wing offense as well as the double wing offense. These are both innovations by Pop Warner, probably two of his biggest contributions uh, to football history. So here's author Jeff Miller with a sneak peek from our Wednesday, April 5th episode. He developed a single wing and eventually a single wing becomes the form- the standard formation for every every team except, you know, Chicago Bears. Okay, but, you know, for the next 15 years, it's, it's pretty much the, um, the go-to formation. And then he also invented this, the double wing. So the single wing has one wingman out on the side, usually to the right. Um, with a double wing, you have wingmen on both sides. And it's more, it's more versatile. It can run to either, either way very easily, where if you run the single wing, whatever side you put the wing on is usually the side you're going to. With a double wing, you don't know. So that, that again, it was a big deal. Yeah, this is going to be a great uh, event on April 5th. Make sure you're pigskindispatch.com or your favorite podcast provider. That was Jeff Miller, author of the great Pop Warner biography. We'll talk more to Jeff a few times this week here uh, to whet your appetite for this and uh, quite a bit in that full interview that we're going to talk on April 5th on pigskindispatch.com. Now let's get back into more of the April 1st history. Matter of fact, we're going to go back into the NHL and April 1st, 1981, the great one, number 99, Wayne Gretzky of the Edmonton Oilers at that time began a great run uh, on the record book of the NHL, really uh, chopping that all up and putting his name all over it. He was a, during a 4-4 to tie between the Edmonton Oilers and the Colorado Rockies, Gretzky picked up his 103rd and 104th assists of the season, which broke Bobby Orr's single-season record of 102. Uh, Gretzky ended up finishing that season with 109 assists, and uh, you know he went on to, to break that uh, record again. But the great one, 99, could not only score but set others up to score on that those great Edmonton Oilers teams. And, and this came from VintageHockeyJerseys.net on their April uh, of the day, uh, NHL history of the day. Also, they have another one here from 1973 and April 1st, where Rick McLeish became the first Philadelphia Flyers to score 50 goals in a single season with his score during a 5-4 loss at the Pittsburgh 
Penguins. Uh, you can find that over vintagehockeyjerseys.net. All right, but how about some of the great Hall of Fame football players that we're going to feature that have birthdays on this April 1st? Uh, we feature all of them over on pigskindispatch.com uh, for April 1st. You can go there, follow the links to get there. And we had, first of all, we had the great Navy halfback from 1908 to 1911, John Dalton, uh, celebrates a birthday. He's in the College Football Hall of Fame, as well as Joe Doc Alexander from Syracuse University. He was born 1897 on the 1st of April. Uh, he uh, is also a College Football Hall of Famer. And in 1950, on April 1st, the University of Florida wide receiver, 1969 to 1971, Carlos Alvarez was born. Also a college football Hall of Famer. And uh, those are some tremendous athletes there. And we'll also have some birthdays that are happening in some of the other sports. Like Major League Baseball legendary pitcher and baseball hall of fame inductee phil negro was born april 1st 1939 uh you know in blaine ohio he wore that number 35 with the milwaukee braves atlanta braves new york yankees cleveland indians and the toronto blue jays 24 seasons in the mlb uh, five all-star games won an era title and was awarded five gold gloves over the course of his brilliant career and you can catch more on that on jerseydispatch.com. And, uh, you know, that's where we house the home of this very podcast. And uh, we're sure glad that you were able to join us today. Uh, gave you a sneak peek of what's happening on Pigskin Dispatch next week. Well, we have some great events that are going to be coming up next week, uh, this first week of April on the Jer- Sports Jersey Dispatch podcast as well. We're going to talk to author Dave Jordan this week. Wrote a great book on one of my favorite players from the 1970s and 80s, uh, Dave Parker, Pittsburgh Pirate, Oakland A's, uh, his biography. We'll talk to to Dave Jordan, the co-author on that. And we're also going to talk to uh, some ESPN celebrities. Uh, We're going to talk to Paul Hembo Hembakides on his new book that he wrote with Mike Greenberg. You know, Greeny and him wrote this Got Your Number book. Uh, We'll talk about that, talking about a lot of sports jersey numbers and numbers associated with uh, famous athletes. We'll uh, get some more sneak peeks on those as the week goes on and uh, tell you when those are coming out. So stay tuned for those. And until tomorrow, everybody, have a great sports history day. This penalty kill is almost over. I got to get back out on the ice. But thanks again for joining us for another great edition of Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. 
Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.